0: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Well, welcome back. It's Colby Kosh for the National Post today. No one expects a Reaganite outburst from Justin, but the guiding maxim in being polite about authoritarian strongmen should be to show some awareness, however obliquely or subtly, of their victims. And there was none of that. Here's the statement. I want to read some of this. This was put out by Human Rights Watch over the weekend. Uh, And this is a group that is certainly willing to criticize U.S. policy. I think it's important to note what they have to say about Castro's legacy and the importance of noting this. During Castro's rule, thousands of Cubans were incarcerated in abysmal prisons. Thousands more were harassed and intimidated, and entire generations were denied basic political freedoms. Cuba made improvements in health and education, though many of these gains were undermined by extended periods of economic hardship and repressive policies. As other countries in the region turned away from authoritarian rule, only Fidel Castro's Cuba continued to repress virtually all civil and political rights. Castro's draconian rule and the harsh punishments he meted out to dissidents kept his repressive system firmly rooted in place for decades. The repression was codified in law and enforced by security forces, groups of civilian sympathizers uh, tied to the state, and a judiciary that lacked independence. Such abusive practices generated a pervasive climate of fear in Cuba, which hindered the, ex- rather hindered the exercise of fundamental rights and pressured Cubans to show their allegiance to the state while discouraging criticism. Many of the abusive tactics developed during his time in power, including surveillance, beatings, arbitrary detention, public acts of repudiation, are still used by the Cuban government. It goes on to point out here that for decades, Castro was the chief beneficiary of a misguided U.S. policy that allowed him to play the victim and discouraged other governments from condemning his repressive policies. While the embargo remains in place, the Obama administration's policy of engagement has changed the equation, depriving the Cuban government of its main pretext for repressing dissent on the island. That's the legacy of Fidel Castro, and any statement about his death, any statement about his time in power should acknowledge that. Or some of that, and Justin should have failed abysmally on that count. Let's go to the phones, though. Stan has called in. Stan, good afternoon. You
1: know what? I uh, I can't take this anymore. Your your view and your discussion about Castro, I think is n- not it's way off base, but it's off onto a uh, an odd tangent. Oh, those I mean, are facts,
0: Stan. That that was Human Rights Watch. I was quoting there. Oh, You're aware of who that is?
1: Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. there, okay. there's all of Florida. All the Cubans there, they keep coming up with stories against Castro. You know what? Castro saved the, the country. It would be another Haiti. It was totally owned by United States and, and foreign people. He's one of the few people that took back a country.
0: What a guy. Was he a dictator, Stan?
1: Well, he was a benevolent dictator. Oh, benevolent dictator. A benevolent dictator. What
0: about the people who died under Castro's reign? What about well, the people, people who are arbitrarily... The imp- the
1: United States... Died at, at his hands,
0: people. Stan. Died at his hands.
1: The United States has more people uh, incarcerated than the, in the rest of the world. And we are there political prisoners?
0: Are there political prisoners in the United States?
1: You know what? Just were what there Maryland political in the United States, that's considered a
0: political action. <laughs> okay. Are, were there political prisoners in Castro's Cuba?
1: Well, of course there are. He Did people have
0: basic freedom of any kind? Freedom of speech? Freedom of association? Did those he... exist in Castro's Cuba?
1: You know what? Freedom of religion. A, a group of people, a culture of people... Primarily Spanish, maybe a little bit uh, uh, you know, from Portugal. That's the way they live. Like, oh, like they like Frank, it that way. He just I followed see. sort of the level of Franco. All of South America, Central America, they have weird, weird political systems. They're they're all extremists. Like one to one, they're good people, uh, but yeah. you get them in a group.
0: So they and, they didn't mind being oppressed.
1: It. Like, one group will oppress the other group, oh, no matter boy, who wins. Stan,
0: this is quite the spin. Um, no, Castro promised uh, free elections. He, he never did deliver on that, did he?
1: Well, I don't know what kind of elections had.
0: You know, he's going Were to be free on the level of
1: Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, he's going to be let's put in, him on the, the
0: dollar bill. Stan, appreciate the phone call. Wow. There you go. Are there are people like that out there. I don't know if Trudeau is intentionally pandering to them, or just accidentally. But holy cow, I almost thought Stan was... was Pulling my leg a little bit there. I was kind of waiting for the punchline. Uh, didn't come, unfortunately. So there you go. They, they, they didn't mind it. They, they like it. They like living under that. He's, you know, he's basically Queen Elizabeth. What a great man. Unbelievable. All right, uh, (laughs) folks, we got a break for the top of the hour here. We'll have more time for your calls and your texts this afternoon. We are going to get an update here shortly from the finance minister. We'll find out how bleak our budget numbers are. We'll get the second quarter fiscal update coming up just after one o'clock. Time now, though, for great ideas brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca.